You know what time it is? It's time to go for a drive. Let's go for a drive. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're the kind of person who cleans their wheels after every drive, then you are me, and this is the podcast for you. <laughs> you don't do that, do you? I do actually do that. I, and look, I enjoy it as well. I set this question up because I just discovered this about 60 seconds ago. <laughs> Oh, I just stop laughing. Take us through your take us through your parking process. Well, when I get home, you mean? Okay, so well, I get home and I put my my cover on the car. But before I do, I just I don't wash the car every day, but I do. I will wipe the wheels because I like them shiny, and it's like when you got new shoes on. Just, the, my wheels are actually in a lot better condition than my shoes. I can say that much. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is that is true. I can confirm that. Now, now, deeper question. Do you want me to take them off? What do you um? <laughs> finally, what do you wipe them with? Well, usually just I have a microfiber cloth that I use specifically for the wheels. Of course, you do. Yeah, because you can't use the wheel cloth on the bodywork. It's too oily and greasy. That's for the wheels, and that cloth because you can't really wash road grime. <laughs> Out of a microfiber cloth, <laughs> that cloth will usually last me for maybe two weeks at the most, and then oh we get a God. new one. This is a this is a troubling window into the kind of fun you can have. You can have <laughs> if you've got nice wheels and thin spokes that are just an absolute joy to clean. Get your but little no, fingertips in I, there, I, squeezing I, them. I I I genuinely enjoy doing it, and I yeah, it's like I was saying. Let's say seventy-five seconds ago now. Sure, it's like when you're on that quest for perfection. You can never, you can never ever get there, but it's a satisfying journey. It's the quest. Yeah, that's what it's all about—the quest and the journey. You're trying. Oh, there's a new spot. There's a new spot to clean. How did dirt even get in here? This is <laughs> this is a sealed compartment, and yet that's a bit dusty. I'm gonna. T- yeah, that's me. Meanwhile, you're just a saintly, patiently partner who's sitting there starving to death. Yeah, I'll pick up tea. It's just they're congealing in there. Well, it's not congealing. You've yeah. taken it out of the out of the compartment, so there's no smells. Oh, definitely. There's, yeah, n- there's no... Yeah, I don't keep food in the car. No, there's no edibles in the car at no, all. No, definitely not. And if you've ever heard a car engine coming and looked up in excitement to see what kind of cool car it is and been disappointed when it's a motorbike mm. or a four-wheel drive, yep. then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to... Just, Just going, going for, for a drive, drive with Ooh. Sam and Nick. Oh yeah, I'm Nick. I'm Sam, and uh, we're here. What we're are we back. Talking, what are we talking about today? Well, this is episode thirteen. Hey, Hopefully, just, I get it out before Halloween. Actually, hey, just in time for Halloween. Yeah, right. We had a Friday the thirteenth this month too. Ah. I think. Yeah, pretty sure. I th- we, yeah, why not? You know yeah. what? I think we did because I remember it being pointed out that it was a it was a shitter of a day. Some yeah, things went wrong. It was the spookiest of months. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Ah, ah. So I'm I'm sipping tea like 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 crazy. If, if my voice sounds extra sexy, it's because I I'm not sure if I've had a bit of a wild weekend or if I got hay fever or or something, but. In any case, I'm any sitting case. far enough away. Yes, good. And, and uh, we'll, let's, we haven't swapped mics, uh, not just yet. On on this episode, we've uh, well, thank you for enjoying our special episode on the Porsche 911. And I hope you're still listening because we're not just going to focus on one car, and uh, we're going to talk about other things. Yeah, we're going to talk about tires. <laughs> Strap yourself. I know oh, <laughs> it's a it's going to be a thrill ride, people. We might even branch out to more wheel talk. I and we're so. going to talk about something that I know everyone can relate to, which petrol. 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 Yeah. Petrol prices. 
Petrol it's prices, a little when do you fill up that sort of stuff? Yeah, yep, good. Your and our philosophy. feature car, should we reveal now? Or? Let's reveal. Well, I, I'm going to put it in the episode splash in that little well, title Well, how card. about this? I'm going to say it and then you can snip it out. Okay, cool. Toyota Supra. The Hyundai Kampanta. The Supes. The Supra. Yeah, ah, tune right. for that. I can't wait to get into that. But first, tires. 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 Let's talk about. Let's talk about tires. This topic of conversation came up from a uh, friend of the pod, Hayden. Hi, Hayden. Thanks um, for supplying so much. So much content. Yeah, great content. Yeah, Hayden hadn't had a um a bad experience about uh, about a year ago, maybe less than that. Someone slashed one of his tires. Can you believe? Uh oh. Yeah. Is Hayden um, coming across as a bit of a sort of a subtle bad boy of the just going for a drive pod? He's always in some bit of yeah, strife, yeah, a little bit of controversy. Oh, yeah, controversy follows this guy around. Yeah. He loves it. Anyways, his tire was slashed, so he had to go down to the tire repair shop and got a new one, popped on there, and he assumed, as in it was on the invoice, that the wheel alignment would be included when you're getting a new tire. Right? Sure. Because if you put one tire on and the rest of the tires are all a little worn, then Different. Your, your wheels are going to be out of alignment and they'll wear unevenly. One of these things is not like the other one. You need to even them up. Oh, that's, I love that song as well. <laughs> <laughs> one of these things is not like the other one. You need one to even things. them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that Repco ad. It was uh, strong. <laughs> Aggressive. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we only fun. got that in South Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, the other day, purely by chance, he noticed that the tire on the other side, the non-slashed tire, mm. was completely bald on the inside. Ugh. Yeah. So, you know, he had to go back and, yeah, get it, get it, get it fixed. And this time asked... He walked in and went, you need to you need even to. them up. <laughs> I'm going to keep singing that. That's quite a, quite a tune. <laughs> Yeah. What no, happened? Well, they they said that oh we we would have done a we would have done a wheel alignment. Oh, we'll just check your records here. Yeah, it's on the bill, but you didn't pay for it, so we probably didn't do it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that was very much on them. Who was that? I what? Can't, I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah. Let's say it. Let's say. Uh, I want to say Repco, but I don't think it was. No. I don't want to. I don't want to name and shame. No. Bow repairs, you bastards. You bastards. No, they're, they're great, probably. Probably. But yeah, you, it's it's funny tyres because you don't hear of flat tyres very often these days. Tyre technology has progressed a long way. Because I remember yeah. when I was a kid, like you would have to change tyres pretty... Re- like not go and change them, but you would get a flat and you'd have to change that tyre. That is and that would happen. true. Yeah. I learned how to change tyres not, not because my dad sat me down and went, right, it's time to go and practice changing tyres. I learned to change tires because I got flat tires. Yeah, you, they just happened all the time, didn't they? And and now they seem to be. Oh, it's got a puncture rarer, or yeah, something much rarer occurrence now. Yeah, I, well, speaking of uh, dads and teaching tires, yeah. my dad was very insistent of like, you cannot drive until you can change a tire, and I think that's actually a good idea. No matter what car you've got, as soon as you get a new car, you should learn how to change a tire on it first because. You never know when that's gonna that's gonna happen. I remember Dad and had it's, an it's old. And it's a bit of the call of shame as well to call the RAA or the oh. you know the Automobile Association of your particular country. Hello to our 
international yeah, yeah. listeners and just ring them up and they go, what's what's the problem? Funny noise? Uh, something leaking? Are you stranded? <laughs> and you'll go, change a tyre? Yeah. Oh, oh that's embarrassing. Jeez. That reminds me of a, a funny story from Stephen K. Amos. I can share this, right? Go ahead. I don't, I'm going to say yeah. it. Whatever. When his lawyers call, we'll... Uh... Yeah, well, anyway, um, Stephen K. Amos was driving with another comedian whose name I can't remember right now, but he was an Australian comedian and this happened in Australia. They got a flat tire and they called up the RAA and the guy comes out and it's like, okay, what's, what seems to be the problem? And they're like, oh, there's a, just got a flat tire. And he was like, but you're both men. (laughs) And they had, yeah, yeah, we are. And I just, I don't, we don't know how to do it. No. So that's it. No, that's a no-no. You got to know how to change a tire. Should we go through it? Look, let's if go you're through listening, it. and you don't know how to change a tire. I, I mean, somewhere in your car there'll be a jack, and it'll lift the car up. Yes. Now, when you put your jack under your car, now there might be an instruction booklet with your jack. You might have a second-hand car. It might not come with it. There might even be a sticker on the jack that tells you this. Yeah, it's very important that you put the jack in the right place under your car. You can't just put it anywhere and have it just pop up through the footwell. No. Or put it on the side skirts and <laughs> oh just god. break it off. Oh, God. If something's painted, don't put the jack don't on Don't put the bit. jack on it. The jack has to go on the jack points. You'll see them. If you look under the car, there'll be on the, the actual chassis of the car, there'll be indentations and the jack will slide into those indentations. There'll be yeah. one at the front, one at the back. And they were on both sides of the car, obviously, and you you have to have the jack on solid ground. And uh, God, it's getting complicated. Th- I thought this was going to be good advice, it, but it's, it, it, yeah. this, this is all good advice because one day you'll get a flat tire. You'll remember that you've heard us talk you through how to change it, and you'll be so. Th- just look up this episode <laughs> and fast forward through this rambling, <laughs> rambling, r- rambling explanation. Actually, another story I thought of before we tell you how what ne- what to do next. Okay, so you put the jack in the right place. Sam, next step. The next the next step is sort of tricky, and I've I've actually been involved in helping other people change tires at this point because the bolts that hold the the wheel onto the car. Yep. They need to all be loosened and undone. And your jack will also come with some sort of, you know, the square hole goes onto the square peg kind of thing. Well, it's it's got to be a hexagonal because they'll be... Everyone's bolt. had the square hole, square peg talk. <laughs> huh? Huh? Have I? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll edit one in. And um, yeah, that's the next bit because sometimes they can be quite on quite tight. And yeah, you sort yeah. of need a bit of a torque. Right? Yeah. Which is basically, sure. you know pressure like get a long like the longest handle you can and that's where you start to have to undo the thing yeah that's why don't lift the car up first good that's a good tip undo the bolts let's just pretend it's nice and easy. don't have to take them all off but just loosen them loosen them all up there we go i can i can do the rest with my fingers yeah finger with your, and your fingers will be greasy and dirty and filthy and you'll feel fantastic once you are driving again yeah yeah and this is the Take it from someone who's done this a lot. You feel like shit from the moment you notice that you have to be the one to change the tire right up until the moment that you are actually driving away with an inflated, four yeah. inflated tires underneath you again. Between that time... Oh, oh nightmare. Oh, but actually, yeah. it doesn't take very long. No. Right. Not when, so you, not when you've had this much experience. Let's go, let's go to the next step. You've loosened up the, loosened up the nuts. Next step, 
Jack up the car. Jack up the car. Jack up the car. Now, this, the jack will have a winding mechanism. It may be a pumping mechanism, but either way, it'll be it'll be fairly stick. Give fairly it a shot forward. first before you put it under the car. Have a bit of a yeah. play around. I mean, around. you'll have to to get it up high enough for it to yeah. even touch the car. So you know around, how it works. Look at someone. If you haven't yeah. got reception on the... Uh, on the old internet, because you're somewhere out in the distance. My, my God, what are you doing without knowledge of how to change a tire? You idiots. Yeah. But look it up on the internet, you know. Yeah. So you've, you've got the jack under the car. You now, you can, now you can raise, the, raise whichever wheel it is off the ground. Now, here's, here's a good tip. You only need to take it up so that the wheel is no longer touching the ground. You don't need to go nuts and jack it way unnecessarily high. Mm. Just just high enough to but, get the wheel off the ground. That's yeah, you, you don't need, to, need do. to be getting under the car. Yeah, you don't need to no. get under the car at any point. And in fact, that's another great, great piece of advice. As soon as the wheel is off, you are not going anywhere near under the, under the no. car. Oh, God. Because if the jack falls over... There's no wheel to stop the car falling on you. No, so, then it's metal towards ground, and if your squishy body is between the metal and the ground, yeah, you know, squish. you know what's coming out on top. Like unless it's a Holden Captiva, which will probably crumple on your hand, <laughs> yeah. then or roll yeah. the other way, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so jack jack the car off the ground, but only only high enough that the wheel is just off. That's that's all you need. Then you can just unloosen the take off the take off the remaining uh, bolts. You can do that with your fingers. Keep them. Keep, Keep them, them somewhere sensible. Put them, in a, them. put them in a greasy pocket. If you've got a hubcap that you've needed to take off, pop them in that. It's oh, a great little receptacle. That's if you even have a hubcap. Yeah. Look, I'm going to wager, if you've got a hubcap, you don't need this advice. That's true, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice, that's a generational yeah. thing. Yeah. If your car has hubcaps, you are probably hitting the uh, plus 30 button on the, old, uh, <laughs> on the old podcast app. Yeah, yeah, boys. I remember changing the tire on a Holden Kingswood, and that hub, hubcap was like a little steel dish. You ding, use ding, it. ding. It was ding. huge, actually. You could use it for a dog bowl. <laughs> yes, so you've, you've taken the bolts off. You've kept them somewhere safe. You haven't put them underneath the car. And then the wheel will just the wheel will just come straight out. You need yeah. to get a bit of purchase on it. Again, don't go underneath the car. You don't need to go underneath the car. Grab it from either side, like a massive steering wheel, pull it right off. Here's a here's a tip I can supply you with here on one of the one of the occasions of which there's been many when I've been asked to help change a tire I uh, I couldn't pull the wheel off at this point all the bolts are off car was off the ground and I'm there or the person who was trying to change the tire couldn't get the wheel off I came along I yanked as hard as I oh, could right. it was like trying to pull a you know like a big champagne cork out it wasn't coming and so we <laughs> don't do this we uh, we rang a mechanic. And the mechanic was like, "Just kick it, oh. just kick it, just yeah." And make so I sure get... the car is stead- stable at this point, and yeah, the jack did. is on a flat piece of bitumen. Yeah, and <laughs> it was it was in a car park. The okay, good. Car park, actually. Ooh, yeah. good. And um, I gave it, I, I, I gave it a one. I turned myself one eighty and gave it a bit of a mule kick. Oh, you yeah, know, a bit good. of a heel kick. So I was ready to spring forwards away from the the, the, the rolling. Oh, the full Chuck Norris. Yeah, <laughs> and off it came. Because oh, it, it had sort of uh, stuck itself onto whatever it was sort of sticking on. Yeah, okay. So you've kicked the wheel off. The wheel's off. Remove the wheel. You've gotten your spare tire, which God help you if it isn't. Yeah. If, it, if it's also flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a shame if that's the case. Yeah. Side note, spare tire. Some cars, it'll be in different places. If you've got a... Speaking you, of the Kingswood, I love this yes. story. Yeah. yeah, well, the Kingswood used to have the tire underneath the car. And it was it was held up with a little bracket and a chain on a kind of a, a 
a spool and you had to put a long stick into the tray and then wind the tire down because it wind, yeah, wound down on a little little chain. And nine months later, a baby comes out. Yeah, I oh, think wait. that was how the, the talk went. I think that's how the talk went. The Kingswood Crane. The Kingswood Crane, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what's that medieval term? Portcullis? A portcullis. Portcullis, That's great, isn't it? Cling. The old drawbridge comes down. And uh, yeah, anyway, so you get your spare tire out, and then you you can now put that on the the tire. the The holes will be in the same place. You don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Slide them right on, and then you get your you get your four bolts, usually four, then sometimes five, sometimes five, which you have kept in a safe place. And then you just wind them on until they're finger tight. You don't need to tighten them up. No, don't you won't tighten be tightening them up, up with your hand. No, no, just wind them on until they're all finger tight, and then let the jack down. Slowly. Dunga, 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 dunga. And then it's a car again. Boom. However, last step. Last step. Most important. Now, this is the point where you need to tighten the nuts. Don't tighten... <laughs> don't tighten... Now, this is very important. This is good advice for all walks of life. Don't tighten one nut at a time. No. You've got to tighten one till it's quite tight, and then go to the opposite corner, tighten that one, and then around you go. Tightening sort of in a circular motion. Once they are all... Like tight. relatively tight, tight. Then you need your final lap. Yeah, give it the beans. That jack, and that's why the jack needs to be out because you no, the uh, not the jack, the tire iron, the the uh, little slot, the things, you, the actual the tool you're yeah, totally the, tightening it with. Yeah, the the torquey bit. And for some reason, I, I, like I know people who who've done this before. You've you've changed the tire, you've tightened them all with the uh, with the tire iron, and then you're standing back and you go, I'm just going to give it one more round. Yeah. You want to just one more. It's not just me. Like it's not just me. Like I don't quite trust that I've tightened these on tight enough. And you give them one more bit because you, when you do give them one more bit, it always goes a little bit. There's always a little yeah. bit more, and you and you go, yes, see, yeah. I was right. And wheel nuts aren't like a lot of other areas on the car where they the nuts and bolts need to be tightened up to a certain amount of torque. That means like a, a certain tightness. Wheel nuts tight as you can. Tight them on. Yeah, that's the one thing. That, those are the one things you don't want getting loose at all, ever. Yeah, yeah. And I really hope this advice helps someone change a tire when they get stuck. Yeah. Ah, oh, I feel like we've done a good deed. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, I, if one person's learned something, then it was probably probably accidental. <laughs> Absolutely, because <laughs> you're not going li- to listen through this rambling conversation to no. change your change your tire. But the, before I could change a tire, I um let me tell you a, a, like an epic story. Great, I'm going to sit back. Of, uh, of of tire changing, so I've gone um, I've gone camping in the Flinders Ranges, north of Hawker, with a girlfriend, and I borrowed her mum's car. Uh, Margie, if you're listening, thank you, and I'm sorry you have to hear this hear about this now. It was a Mazda one two one, little bubble car of oh, that crap. of that era, perfectly suited for driving off road through the Flinders Ranges. <laughs> the perfect car, yeah, and the perfect car for letting a couple of teenagers. Go camping in many hours north of where you can reach them. First day of school holidays. Pretty much. And driving in and out of, it was a national park. So taking the dirt roads. And of course, because I was, uh, you know, I only had just gotten my peas. I was pretending I was Colin McRae in a front wheel drive Mazda and doing a bit of tail out action and definitely thinking that I was impressing, impressing the girlfriend, but clearly. Obviously not. No, <laughs> no, of course not. No one's ever impressed by that. No sort one of is stuff. Impre- No one is impressed. Especially not when I took one corner a little hot on probably day three, the confidence day. Oh, I was no. really going to give it yeah, something, yeah. and uh, came sideways off the road. 
Wow. Just yeah, that really. Uh, we would. We, I don't know how fast we were traveling, but fast enough for me to leave me us, the person I was supposed to be driving safely, uh, to leave the road sideways, sideways enough. And so, if you're picturing a dirt road, yes, that's graded. But everything else outside the dirt road is, you know, covered in yeah. rocks. And the person and... whose car this was, and their most precious of cargo. Yes, uh, we are now leaving the road at speed and sideways. And I, the one thing I did have the presence of mind, and thereby saving the day and becoming pretty much the hero of this story, is that I turned into the skid. So I was sideways, and I turned in the direction of the car was traveling. I yeah. didn't try to save it and keep going around the corner. No, nope. great tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a bit counterintuitive. But once you do it once, you're like, ah, now I see. Don't fight inertia. Go no, towards it. You can't fight Newtonian laws. No. And and the car didn't roll, but the back tyre did, because it was going sideways and not around and round like they're supposed to, it crumpled. Crumpled right away from the rim. Oh, that doesn't sound like a Toyota. <laughs> no, it was a Mazda. That makes sense. So I had lots of fun <laughs> while I was doing it, and I'm having fun telling the story now. Ah, same, same. Yeah. Many years hence and safe and sound. But the only thing that sort of saved us from this situation, and did I mention that we were a, a few hours north of Hawker, which is many hours north of Adelaide. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere, really. Oh, fucking nowhere. It's the central point. Actually, it's slightly south of the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing that saved us was that this was the first day of the school holidays. You can still see the black stump that you've gone beyond. Yeah. yeah. And probably did the tire on. Yeah. And so, yeah, soon enough, a, a kindly kind of family on a school holiday came around with an appropriate vehicle, a four-wheel drive. Sensible. And um, the mum got out of the four-wheel drive and, and carefully consoled the girlfriend. Isn't he a dickhead? Isn't he a dickhead? Yes, definitely. What, how did you do that? Oh, God, what a dickhead. And the dad got to, A, tell me off, and B, explain to me how to, how to change a tyre. Be tire a dad and nail and the situation. Dad, yeah. Yeah, and put on one of those temporary tyres. Yeah, yeah the little bicycle the space saver tire. Yeah, the little yep. bicycle wheel size tire. Which, of course, because we were going camping, uh, you know, in the Flinders Ranges, that's the one that I thought was appropriate to bring along in the car. Yeah, and yeah, so at eighty k's an hour, back along the dirt road, back down to the Hawker Tire Centre yeah. with this crumpled rim in the back, just hoping that they had another tire <laughs> in 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 the you know the only town that we were going to be able to make it to on the i think it gives you about 50k's or something of travel the space saver on that little space yeah, saver usually, usually like you wouldn't want to go more than 100 that's for sure it didn't and seem you can't like you go more than 80k's an hour generally no. on a space saver yeah so that so going 80k's an hour rather than what like 100 yeah was definitely gave me a lot of time to um which is a top tip yeah guys if you got a if you <laughs> if you're putting on a space saving tire that is the reason that tire exists is just to get you to the garage. It's not to drive around on. That's not your tire now. No, no, that's not your new tire. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, and it gave me lots of time to, like, much more time to sit there in awkward silence. <laughs> what a fun journey that must. Oh, have been. it was just great. Do you want to pick the music? <laughs> Please pick some music. Let's turn it up and sing. No, no, we can just <laughs> listen to it. But the good news was, by the time we got to Hawker, at I, it was dark. And we'd rung ahead somehow, and the tire shop was miraculously still open. And the guy was—we told the guy what happened. He tut-tutted me as well. Good. And we opened the the boot to get at this rumpled tire, and uh, miracle sounds of bells of sound effect. We should make some sound effects. 
That's the one. So, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> the tyre was whole. Wow. It, it was like the, you know, the gremlins had got, reverse gremlins had gotten in and fixed the tyre. Ah, you had made it whole again. Oh, that's so much better than my magical sound <laughs> effect. But he, he, he whipped it out, put some air into it, and went, no, well, if you've crumpled it, you've crumpled it. And no air escaping. He put it in the big, the big barrel of water to test if the there's any bubbles test. coming out. No bubbles? Nothing. Huh. So it was literally like instead of going home, we had almost gotten back to the tent and then decided to spend an hour standing just looking around and then drive back to Hawker for no purpose whatsoever and then drive back to a dark tent with no campfire. Another huh. awkward trip. <laughs> what a treat. And you're still not together today. Yeah. <laughs> who'd have thought? Who'd have, who'd have thought? It was all for the best. Yeah. Great. Well, that's, that's a great story. Yes, it worked out for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good. Yeah. What's next? Tyres. Uh, rims. Rims. We're we doing rims. Yeah, this sick yeah. rims. Hey, while we're here, let's talk about rims. Yeah. Now, I mentioned at the top of the pod um, my fastidious nature in cleaning my wheels. Now, that's the difference. Wheels... Wheels are the bit in the middle. Tire is the black stuff that goes around the outside. I know that sounds like a simple explanation, <laughs> but like when I certainly, yeah. you know, when I was a, certainly a kid, I would always say the the wheel is the whole thing, but the wheel is just the middle bit. The tire is the outside. Yeah. Um, the wheels. I love. I love nice wheels. Yeah. They can. They can actually make an average car a great car. They makes you. They turn heads. If you pick the right one and you get the car, sort of just lowered a little bit or something, it can really just. You know, first-time car buyers, get yourself some nice wheels. If you want to look flashy... Yeah, get a cheap car, get some nice wheels on it. And just, yeah, get some good sort of suspension, maybe lower it slightly. Yeah, if you've got the the funds available, why not? Then you'll you'll just be a boss. Yeah, it's a a cool... That's actually, um, I think, our first ever feature car we discussed, the Lamborghini Urus. I think the Lamborghini Urus on the outside, we, we won't go over it again, but it's a pretty... Average looking four wheel drive, but the wheels are beautiful. Twenty two inches, massive gaps in the spokes. I just, yeah, I love them. They're not they they straddle that line between being too chunky and too spidery. I don't I don't like spidery wheels. I feel like they're going to break. Yeah, you know they're really thin sort of spokes, and they have funny angles about them and. Obviously, well, they're fine. But. Yeah, the technology is always progressing, so they're able to make them thinner and thinner and maintain that sort of structural yeah. integrity. I don't like it. You see them, when you see them driving along, you can't see the spokes. And so yeah, you can just see the brake discs in the middle. Yeah, it looks like there's something missing or yeah. it's kind of... Like when you're waiting at the traffic lights and it's night time, so your lights are shining straight ahead and cars are going in front of you yes. and you can see straight into the, straight into the wheels. And yes, and there's just little circles that kind yeah. of zip by. Yeah. Where do you stand on spokes? There's little when you get hundreds of little spokes, like there's, on an old vintage car. Yeah, no, there's an. Age imagine, limit. imagine a bicycle, but then like a lot more spokes. So many more. Well, spokes. Basically, a solid wheel of spokes. It's all just wire, just straight yeah. pieces of wire all everywhere. Oh, what a joy to clean those! Yeah, look, I like I like to see them on other people. I would not like to have to have them near me in any sort of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I I I think they look amazing. It, um, but clean them like if they oh. were dirty and you didn't hose them off immediately, it would be like trying to um, it'd be like trying to floss a shark's shark's teeth. Uh, yeah, you'd be you'd floss one that would look great. Then you'd move one degree to the left and you'd floss the next. Yeah, one and you know it would look fantastic by the time you were done. Four hours later. Yeah, four hours, and 
yeah, like flossing a shark's tooth. I think it'd be just as frustrating because you'd finish doing it straight away. They're eating another fish. You got to do it all over again. Great, I've lost them. Now I want to go somewhere and put more dirt on them. Yeah, I want to take out my spokes. Now, what's your position on the solid white wheel? The big chunky spokes. Oh, the solid white wheel. Yeah. That always puts me in mind of Rally, which I am a fan of. Oh. So, yeah, I, I like white wheels in general. Uh, yeah, I think they they look fun. Fun is the word that springs to mind. I always expect not to like them, but when you see them, and they're generally on sort of like 90s, yeah, I guess yeah. kind of Mitsubishi rally art type thing. That usually, sort of thing. Or... But they, make, they immediately make it look like a Hot Wheels car. Yes. And that's... And when it is a Hot Wheels looking sort of car, it's never a bad thing because it's always like, yes, it's, I feel like the driver has finally kind of just taken a step up in realizing who they are because they're like, yes, it is a toy. It looks just like a toy now. Yeah. I'm having fun with my toy. I've grown up. My Matchbox car has grown up with me and now I'm playing. Now I'm playing and having yeah. fun and I'm happy. Happy. Yeah. yeah. A, white wheels, a white wheeled car is a happy car. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. No one's kind of, no one's fussed over it. That's or... true, actually. Yeah, you can't imagine walking out of your um, house and no matter what mood you're in, by the time you've got to your car, those white wheels looking right back at you, it's going to put a smile on your face. I mean, who's not going to be smiling at, okay, you're on your way to work, but first of all, how about we play with matchboxes for 20 or 30 minutes? Yeah. The whole way. The whole way. Yeah. That's happy, right? Ah, it's, just, happy, it's happy for me. Don't we all want to escape back to some sort of, you know, just childhood joy about it? Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll... No. No, no. Nah, your, no. your gold wheels are nice. The the wheels that I have on my black Skyline, uh, they're gold, thick gold spokes, five spokes. Mm. and just But around the edge is a, a silver sort of rim. Yeah. Just kind of around there. And I really... The plate, I think that thing is called. Yeah, that's the thing the tire is attached onto. Mm, so yeah. basically, gold, mostly gold, with a silver rim. That's yeah. with a silver kind of edging on it. And I picked them in about three minutes. They were the ones. Yeah, I didn't spend any time doing it because the previous wheels that I bought the Skyline with were these very complicated three-piece rims, which means that there's three pieces to them. I couldn't tell you quite. I don't feel like explaining them. Yeah. verbally is going to illuminate a lot of stuff but they were koenig if that's you know if you speak wheel rim and that it turns out to also be pretty desirable so when i kind of got got sick of these koenig rims because they weren't just rims on the car they had a spacer behind them because the rear ones were an inch wider than the back ones and they had been they had a they were sort of pressed out a little bit. and oh. Anyway, so this is the sort of thing when... That sounds not good for the tyres. This is, you know, when you kind of... When you see people who kind of want to do up their car, they are they are generally messing the car up, like fucking around with the geometry of how the wheels kind of work. And so, dear listeners, I was going through a full set of tyres less than every 12 months. Yeah, that and is I'm, I'm not soon. I'm not hooning, I'm not... <laughs> smoking it up none of that kind of stuff but they were just so off kilter and off balance that I just ended up I ended up being the person driving around with a flat tyre going what is that noise and having to kind of wobble into a service station and get the RAA to I had to get the RAA to help me change these rims because they were so complicated yeah they needed yeah they needed special equipment that I didn't have on the car to get the wheels off the car oh god yeah I'll, yeah. I'll, I will spare you the details well, look, on that. that's but. the thing. I mean, 
these cars are not put together by idiots in the first place. No. Engineers are doing it. So if you're making changes, get it done properly. Like if you if you want to get new wheels on your car, go to a, go to a garage. Don't just put them on yourself no. and choose wheels that don't match your car. And hey, look, let me. This is this is not a sponsored spot, but let me give a little hat tip to uh, the Tire Power in Blackwood. They're the ones that I've spent thousands of dollars <laughs> buying all these new damn tires from. But they, they love you. But they they love me, but I I sometimes love them as well because they they are extremely they are so professional. They have this they have a cabinet full of trophies in there for being given out. But Tire Power is a national kind of franchise, yeah. but they are always winning these medals like franchise of the year, franchise of this, you know, oh, great. customer service highest rating. And I'm never asked for I'm never asked for feedback or anything. But one year they. Won it, well, they won it so hard that they that the tire power, the national kind of company, gave them a new Mazda 2 for their great. little runabout car. Here you oh. go, boys, new car. Oh, great. Bang. And that's and they always kind of, every time I'd gone there to, to, to go, no time for another set of tires, <laughs> yeah. the, I'd get my little card punched. <laughs> they would they would always offer me the Mazda 2, but I, would, but I always got to fulfill my dream of going, no, give me the tire power ute. <laughs> No, oh. You just wanted the Ute. Have you ever driven a Ute? Yeah, the Kingswood was a Ute. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, this was a some kind of Falcon Ute. Man, yeah. I right. have, I've, I've never. I felt something awaken in me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I go onto the window. Got an instant tan. Absolutely. I, I, I had a, I had a singlet, you nice. know, underneath. Nice I felt coffee like, in one hand. <laughs> it, it felt unnatural not to have an iced coffee. <laughs> Oh yeah, but, but it felt more unnatural not to be just like. I think by law you have out. to have an iced coffee. It probably you could probably just yeah. drive through and they just give you one. Yeah, man, a Ute. I'm not going there, but it's like a little, you know, yeah, little dalliance. Yeah, like you yeah. never buy a moped, but goddamn, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, and and super convenient too. Like if you're chucking stuff in the back. Oh, especially yeah. if it's the, if it's the tire shop Ute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like yeah, a, an old fashioned Ute with a proper tray that's not like. Just for looks. No, You're no. This was it like, stuff. it was just a cab. Yeah. Two seats in the front. Basically a queen size mattress size thing in the in, the, in back. the back. Yeah. With nothing in it. No weight. Nothing. Yeah. So I got rid of those three piece rims. Just <laughs> yeah. had jack of them. I, I, that was the day I walked in and went, I, I just need new rims. I need new ones. Come on. Yeah. Spin the, spin the, look up the rims. Spin the rims. What I want is ones that sort of look like this, that are sort of gold. And he scrolled through and, you know, and I know this is horrifying, probably everyone who's ever like, ooh, let me fix up my car. Yeah. It's been ages thinking about it. I couldn't. I'd, I'd, yeah. had it, I'd had it up to here. And listeners, I'm putting my, my fingertips right right above my jawline. Wow. <laughs> that's, was, that's a high place I to I had a gutful. I had a gutful up to here. <laughs> yeah. Right up there. Yeah. In and your so, ear. yeah, just these ones. Oh, wow. Get them. And they ordered them in the next day and on they went. And you know what? Look great. They do look. They fine. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good. Actually, that's a that's a that's a top tip for if you are buying new rims. If you're getting a new car and you're interested in perhaps changing the rims that come with the car, whatever rims you're getting, make sure you buy them at the point of sale because if you want to get branded rims, the same brand as your car, they will be much more expensive Forget if you don't do it. Yeah, if you don't do it at the point that you're buying the new car, because then you don't get that. You don't get it sort of eked up into the original price. It's a whole new set, and it's yeah, they can be expensive. Yeah, they see you coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in the Lamborghini showroom a little while ago, and they had some had some beautiful black rims. 
I think they were. I thought I thought it was pretty reasonably priced, but I, I think it was like sixteen thousand dollars. Oh yes, you... yeah, yeah. I ended up just kind of looking. I oh, no, I was looking up uh, Eurus rims. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they they are beautiful. I mean, you don't need to pay sixteen thousand when you're getting them with the car, but if you <laughs> if you were to option them. It would be it would be a lot, but if you buy them new, forget about it. If you are an Urus driving listener, you probably don't give a shit. You've probably Absolutely. got a few sixteen thousand dollar sets there. Got another the set in the shed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on your weekend boots, your best, your best shoes. Yeah, there you go. Hey, before we move on to petrol, and speaking of just you know the Lamborghini showroom and stuff, I parked behind a Bentley Bentayga the other day. This is the Bentley, you know, you know the Bentley, four-wheel the Rolls drive. Royce competitor, the four wheel drive. And I didn't notice because they're no. so unassuming. But do you know what I am noticing lately? What's that? The I don't know what you know what the the call sign is. The Hyundai version of the four wheel drive. Okay, man, yep. those are gorgeous. I think those are Bentleys. Wow! If you yeah. see a Hyundai four wheel drive, a new one floating around, absolute neck breaker. Just wow! And Look I at that. Absolutely guarantee you, you could buy that new Hyundai for the same price as the Bentley wheels. Yeah. And then and, some. And then some, actually, and have, yeah, have, have change left over. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, there's a significant price difference. But the Bentley, you're right. Just, it's, it's boring on the outside. But you get in it, ooh, it all makes sense. We've, we've sat in one once and they, you sit in there and go, this is fancy. And they close the door and there's something about the way the door closes and just seals or does something to your inner ear or something. Boom, boom. Oh. Yeah, it's, it is. They are luxurious. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the great thing about them, I guess, is that they are so luxurious on the inside. But then you can park them on any street because no one's going to look twice at it. No. It just looks like every Well, you hope they do because if they're not looking twice and scratch it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> petrol prices. Oh, petrol prices. Petrol prices. They sure are high when do you, or low. When do you fill up? What's your philosophy? Do you wait till the end? Yeah, well, I I have changed, actually. Yeah, yeah. I used to definitely only fill up when I was on fumes. Like, I would wait until the last possible moment. And there's been many times where I've gone uh, far further than I have had any right to do so. And my mum, who is of a nervous disposition, would never do this. She keeps the tank <laughs> full at all times. Hello, Mrs. Nick. <laughs> hello, hello, mum. Yeah, the car, her, her car is full all the time. So if need be, she can jump in, full tank, off she goes. But yeah, me, the apple fell a long way from the tree because... <laughs> so far that you might actually run out of petrol getting there. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, one time I was on a, on a long drive and... I was either driving between Melbourne and Adelaide or Sydney and Adelaide. And you know when you, you're on those long drives through the country yes. and you, you're passing through town after town and your fuel gets a little bit low and like, oh, I'll just fill up at the next town. I'll be right. I'll just fill up at the next town. The fuel light came on and it, I'd already been through a couple of towns. I can feel your mum's anxiety <laughs> rising right from now. From here. Oh, the future she'll be anxiety. loving this story. <laughs> through, you should see how smug he looks. Oh. Just telling this damn so story. So goddamn confident. Through two towns, another town comes up. The needle is now off the chart, but but it still has a way to go before it's come to the, before it reaches the stop. Yeah, you know when you, yeah. it's like the car has given you all the signs it can give. The rest is is in God's hands. <laughs> go through the next town, 
and <laughs> your mum's screaming right now. It's in your hands, Nick. It's not God's hands. I imagine this was at night time, and I can imagine oh, her no. waking up in a cold sweat. Just, <gasps> Something's wrong. You were doing this at night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. God, I'm on your mum's side. Totally, the, the, I already was, but still, the fuel light is burning into my corners. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I went through the next town. I was like, oh, it's, it'll be fine. I'll just fill up at the next town. But un- I had not paid attention as I usually do, and the next town was a long way away. It was. It was just over a hundred k's away, Ooh. and I I made it. Obviously, I'm here. I made it, but now I know that the Corolla has a forty five liter tank. How do you know that? Because it's in the instruction manual. Because I checked it <laughs> <laughs> when I filled up. I put in forty four point five six liters. Oh, good lord! So I, I was just I was like. Less than a Coke bottle away of fuel. <laughs> That's all I had left sloshing around at the bottom of the tank. See, um, I always have that thing yeah. where when I... But it's a thrill, you know? No. When you get there and you feel like, oh, the satisfaction. No, this, I kept the opposite of thrill because I just let it go and go and go. And eventually, I my philosophy is like, oh, I feel like there's a petrol dip. And then I leave it. My, my version is I'll leave the petrol price low for a couple of days as I'm moving around. Yeah, okay. And then the first time I see the first jump, that the next petrol, the next low petrol sign I see, that's when I'm filling You're up. Around. Yeah, but okay. I've done that for a, a while and gone, you know, gone low. I've gone low a few times. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we all like to live on the edge. And and I've done this with every single car I've had, gone real low, and then discovered that what I thought was say a 50 liter tank turned out to be a 60 liter tank. Oh, yeah. Because wow. <laughs> I'd been filling up at empty, and when the fuel light, you know, came yeah. on, and then just kind of sitting there going, glug, glug. Is, is it leaking out? Where's the, all this petrol going? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever actually run out? No. No. I, no. I have on one occasion, but. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't. Get this. Get this for living on the edge. I ran out. As I was going down a hill, right? I'm going down a hill. At the bottom of the hill is a T-junction onto a main street, right? (laughs) I know that on this main street is a petrol station. So I ran out of fuel on the hill and I rolled into the petrol station and filled up. That's how on the edge I was. Bloody hell. Yeah. And I had to to approach... It's like a Wes Anderson movie. Do, 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 do. so satisfying though but nerve-wracking but the satisfaction you get when you fill up because i obviously when you're approaching the t-junction and you're out of fuel like like first of all if you're out of fuel you should just pull over and call for help i did not yeah because this is the same man who advised gave you good advice on tire changing do not listen to this advice about when to fill up yeah, and I just had to, yeah, I made it to the, you had to judge the speed of the T-junction. You had to go slow enough that you could stop if need be, but not too slow that you didn't have the momentum to roll around the corner and make oh it to God. the petrol station. This is just not responsible. Oh. Hi, mum. Hi, mum. <laughs> I am, rest assured, I am shaking my head in disappointment. And tutting. And tutting. Edit, edit those tuts you, out. You are just history's fortunate son, aren't you? Yeah, I really God am. I was, yeah. Yeah, quite fortunate. But I, I don't do that anymore. I never like I I keep my eye on 
obviously, you know, now I'm driving a modern car. Mm. As soon as it gets to a certain point, all the petrol stations in the vicinity pop up on the little screen like here are the petrol stations you should go to one of these do you know do you know who programmed that clever cleverer people than me your mum <laughs> she secretly rang up the dealership and was just like can you please program that petrol thing in nicholas <laughs> <laughs> now i the reason we're talking about petrol is cuz i had i had a, a confrontation at a petrol station oh. just this week. And I felt that I was in the right. But let me let me spell out the story for you. We'll be, we'll be the judges. I've, I've told this to a few, a few people, but listeners, see what you think about this. So I'm pulling up to a four-pump petrol station. So there's four, four series of pumps. There's four lanes, as it were. And yeah, okay. Yeah. Each, there's four two, lanes, two, two on either side. Yeah, two yeah. bowsers, uh, two on either side. The only spot that has a premium hose is one of the is in the middle you know in the middle spot in the front okay. so i have to pull up like you know, there's, if there's a car in front of me i'm not going to that one that's got diesel and you know bloody gas gas <laughs> ethanol 62 yeah. some horrible bloody <laughs> kerosene liquid. combination i'm not putting that anywhere anywhere near the skyline i can fill up a 98 thank you very much and so i pulled in and the petrol station is mostly empty the the fuel filler on my car is on the right yes I'm so i you. pull in I get out. I notice my windshield is dirty. That's okay. I've got, now I've got two things to do. I'm going to fill up my car all the way because it was a low petrol price day. And I'm going to wash the windscreen. So I start filling up. And right behind, and then, you know, a few other cars come in and they pull in. Yeah, okay. Not on the other side of me and not on the, uh, you know, not on the other lane as well. So the if you've got, a, you know, if you can have a petrol filler on the left-hand side of your car, you can pull up to those ones. Yeah. Anyway, a car pulls up behind me, a big, a big new Subaru Forester type thing. And I'm filling up and I'm taking a while and other cars are coming and coming and going. But the other one, the ones with the, you know, the left-hand side, those are all free. And I'm wondering why she's sitting behind me, you know, yeah, this okay. whole time. And eventually she opens the door. Can you hurry up, please? Oh, you're getting, you're getting a bollocking. I got, I got the please hurry along. And I was I I was immediately confused, but I realised why she wanted me to hurry along. But what's your what's your point of view, listener? Could she have just pulled over to one of those other a left hand sider and done the? Because this was one of those petrol stations where it's got a, quite a nice high Bowser. I won't say reach around the reach over. Yeah, the um, the tuck over. It's got a it's got a tuck over where you can get the Bowser and walk over to the other side. You can do this at any petrol station, by the way. You can keep the hose clear of your car with one arm and then put the the fuel filler into your car with the other arm. You can fill on both sides of your car at all mm-hmm. times. You can do this. Yeah. Didn't want to. She wasn't having a bar of it. Did and she went, Can you hurry up please? And I pointed to both to, to both banks of free left hander. Yeah. Fuel bowsers and said, "There's plenty of other ones." And then I washed my windshield. Yeah, yeah, satisfying. It was not satisfying. It was a shitty fucking windscreen washer, but I did it slowly as well as I could. And then I took myself into the, you know, into the service shop and I perused the advertiser and I <laughs> thought about that you never do. So thought about maybe, oh, that's a colourful lighter over there, or hey, they got a subway in here. Chips are on sale. <laughs> And yeah, I took my I took my sweet ass time. Was I in the wrong? Should she have just pulled over? Could, should I have hurried myself along and not washed the window? I don't. Could she have gone to the other other side? Yes, she could have. 
I don't know how she's got the Sir Galahad <laughs> bravery to step out of her car and harangue a young man. Oh, she, a... she didn't step out. She oh, okay. opened the door. Oh, okay. To, so that she could be clearly... She could drive away if need be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, I will fill up on the other side, but only if like, I'm really desperate. Otherwise, I'm happy to wait because so it's just easier. Counterpoint. Is, does desperation count as being desperate enough to open your door and harangue a stranger? To no hurry way. Up? Nah, no way. So I you would, would you would have pulled over? I would have just waited. Oh, you would have just waited? Yeah, I'm happy to, I'm happy to wait. No, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you would like, have waited but not pulled over? I would have pulled over to a different Bowser if I'm like, if I'm late for a meeting and I, I absolutely need to fill up because I've been an idiot and I have a, an important meeting on the same day that I need to fill up, then mm. yes, I will do that because mm. that's on my head. But otherwise, I You're will assuming wait. a lot of personal responsibility here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I don't know, listeners, what do you I think? I feel like I blame someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is your fault somehow. I, I feel like in her mind, I should have A, filled up at the front, front pump and B, not washed the windows. I couldn't see. Yeah, you can yeah. see. Yeah, and also, yeah, yeah. I wanted to think about whether I wanted some sour gummies or not. And it turned out, I didn't. <laughs> but you don't know until you... <laughs> until I spent a really good time checking out the different ones. Because there's tape and there's gummy... <laughs> <laughs> if that lady is listening, you should have just done the reach around. Let's do our that car... Would, that would have got you a free week. pump. <laughs> Hi, Nick's mum. He made up that joke. Let's do our car of the week. Car of the week. Toyota Supra. Ah, the Supra. Man. What a car. Yeah. What a car. And they've brought it back. There's a new Supra There's in town. There's a new one. In fact, it's Did the it ever go one. away? But it's, it's back. It's volume five. Ah, Speaking okay. of volume five, the Supra became famous of Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. Which is now up to volume 10, but still. Wow. Yeah. What a franchise. What a franchise. It's, uh, okay, so. Better than tire power. For, uh. For those few listeners, for, for those few listeners who didn't, didn't immediately go, is that a Supra? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, 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 a just a, a fascinating thing to look up on YouTube. We'll um, yeah, just we look should, up. We should post is that, that a Supra? Mm. Look up, up. Is that a Supra on YouTube? The Supra is a '90s Japanese sports car. It's yeah. Front-engined, right in our wheelhouse. It's right there. It's it's, it's right in the you know. Right in the cockles of my heart. It became famous, yeah, because of Fast and Furious. But it's a, it's got a, a big long bonnet, one of these penisy looking things, sort of a, a wing sure. on the back, and every, it's just, <laughs> just, just just like a penis. Yeah, just like the wing a penis. At, the wing at the back. Yeah, here, see, look at mine. It's got a wing on the back, oh, and wow. it's uh, it's it's very powerful, and but not it's not necessarily a race car. Not it's stupidly a, so. No, it's a it's one of those cars that were made during this this Japanese sports car era where they started making more and more powerful cars and then in a very sensitive fashion they all went okay no one is allowed to make a car that is more powerful than 206 kilowatts which is about 270 horsepower yeah and they all i'm doing scare quotes here they all promised not to exceed that that number and by and you know and mostly they didn't they did not much but they all everyone squeezed in a few here and there yeah but what Toyota did do was the the engine on this thing was so vastly over complicated over engineered just that you could instead of having you know 270 horsepower the tuners got a hold of especially after Fast and Furious became famous Mm. tuners got a hold of it and found out that you could just buy things from eBay or from you know from the local thingo shop and bolt all the new bigger turbos and different parts on it and get up to a thousand horsepower 
Yeah. With mm-hmm. just stuff that you put on it yourself. Yeah. And anything that breaks, that's what you put on. That was you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the two J Z engine, the JTE, the turbo turbo yeah. enabled one. Yeah. That that was the one that everyone wants and still wants, actually. Yeah, it's they are incredibly desirable. And they're beautiful cars. Um, the the car I'm talking cars. about, there's there's five versions. The latest one is the Mark V. Mm. The one I'm talking about on Fast and Furious is the Mark IV. Three, two, one. We won't talk about them, but they are also they're also nice. They're cool. They're fine. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you're absolutely right. The four and five are are the best, and I, I even like the new one. It doesn't yeah, I like what Toyota have done there because they've created a new iteration of the Supra without it hasn't lost its soul. As you can tell that it is a Supra, even though it does look not hugely different but significantly different, and they they really turn heads. Oh yeah, like when I've yeah. seen one and every now and again I saw one the other day coming out of an intersection and the driver had their window down and they saw me looking at them. I was driving past and we both gave each other a little cheeky nod of oh, like, nice. yeah, like like your car, yeah. I feel like um that's the thing that I experience all the time in the in the Nissan. There's a certain there's just a certain kind of car where you can tell someone is a I guess you call it a cheap car enthusiast. You yeah, know, not yeah. not Cheap, cheap, but kind of like, yeah, we all love the Fast and Furious. And yeah. everyone gives each other a wave. People in these new Supras, which are eighty, a hundred thousand dollars. They're not cheap. No, yeah. they're, they're a new sports car. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. They will still go, yeah, all right. All right, little brother. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Yeah, give you a wave. That's okay. Yeah. Um, That's the good thing about them. They, they, they seem to be friendly drivers that have got them. And they're, they're, Yeah, I saw <laughs> the other day, actually, I saw two old deers get out of a... Supra, it sounded amazing. Oh. Looked like super low, bright red, and I, I, it turned to my head. I was like, "Oh wow!" Out of this, two silver-haired old beans yes. popping out. Yes, yeah, just having a great. They've bought a Toyota. That's what they've bought. There's a, the kids have moved away from home. They only need a two-door car. They, don't they only need, need two the seats. They only need two seats. Yeah. So they've gone to a Toyota. What do you have? Two-door, two seats. Oh, we've got the uh, a little bit of fun. Gazoo Yaris. Oh, it's a bit small for me. I like something a bit bigger and safer. Supra? Yes, please. Oh. The perfect retirement vehicle. Look, this is a, a favourite thing of the just going for a drive pod here. We love we love an old person in a, in a car, especially an old lady. Oh, an old lady having fun. I've seen an old that's lady our, in a car. That's Smile our patron on the face. saint. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's a lady who's won. That's a lady yeah. whose opinion you'll listen to. Having a great time. Yeah. yeah. Their new Supra was developed um, in conjunction with BMW, sort of like the... Yeah, the Z4. The, uh, oh, the Z4 is the kind of the underpinnings of the mm. BMW version. In fact, in the new Supra, as is well known, you know, and chortled at on, online by people who don't have them, if you open up the bonnet on the new Supra, there's a few BMW badges. Yeah, right. Well, just around the place. BMW componentry, and they want to keep that little sticker on it. Sure, yeah. yeah. And I kind of like that. A bit of relaxing of capitalism. Yeah. Where they sort Two of go, companies oh, working together, and yeah. they're not owned. They're not co-owned. No, they yeah. just went, let's be friends and share the cost and... Build a cool car. It'll all be cool. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Probably the uh, one of my favourite... kind. The thing I like about, about the new Supra is that the Mark V, the Mark IV was the one in Fast and Furious... And Toyota didn't try to make the new one just like the Fast and Furious yeah, basically one. basically a new version of that with new componentry. Let's make it like same. a movie star. Yeah. Let's make it famous. They went, no, we're Toyota. We are making a grand touring sports car. Yeah. That's what we're, what we're doing. I know, I realize that, yes, they're very famous and we're all very proud of them. 
Yeah. But we are we're a grown up we're a grown up company now. Oh, yeah. Speaking of movies, the, look, I've got, I've just got to relive my favorite super moment from Fast and Furious. Please do. So what happens in the Fast and Furious, if you're not familiar with the plot, is that an undercover cop... It's just fast cars. Yeah, it's just fast cars. An undercover cop infiltrates a group of street racers. And uh, he does this by uh, various ways. He ends up working for a group of street racers and fixing up a Mark IV Supra. And he and the boss of the street racers, uh, um, I forget his name, uh, Brian. Brian is the cop and uh, Dom is the the street racer boss. Anyway, they become friends by fixing up this Supra together. And it, oh, it's a go machine. It's a touching it's got, story. It's got all the, the nitro and the turbos and everything. And they paint it orange and it's what a, what a fun thing they're doing. And they fix it and there's a montage. And at the end of the montage, they take it out for a drive along the Los Angeles beachside freeways. It's beautiful. Anyway, they pull up to the, the stoplights next to a Ferrari. And the Ferrari is a convertible. And in the is. convertible, it's a pretty girl in the passenger seat. She's all making eyes at Brian. And Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah, it's a gorgeous guy. Dom's sitting. Dom, there's a thick, sort of solid kind of guy. Big lad. Big lad. He's a, he's a gangster. But driving the Ferrari is a, a bald guy with glasses and that, little, that horrible little lip mm. goatee. Spear. Anyway, Brian uh, looks over and goes, uh, "Nice, nice car. What's the what's the sticker price on one of those?" And bald man turns to Brian and goes, "More than you can afford, pal." And then <laughs> the icing on the cake. My favorite bit is <laughs> this is typical of Ferrari owners as well. He goes, "More than you can afford, pal." And just in case Brian wasn't aware, Ferrari <laughs> tells him the brand. Oh no! Yeah. Really impressing everyone. Yeah, yeah. Everyone really, right really there. Impressing, yeah. He's he's probably got a rumpled Mazda one two one tire in his past <laughs> as well. The girl can't roll her eyes more. No, she looks like she's having a seizure. <laughs> and then comes the climax, well, so to speak, where the gangster, the Dom, turns to Brian and just says those immortal words Smoke him. <laughs> and and Brian go green. gets out of the car and does some things that he regrets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most little green clouds and stuff. No, Brian uh, floors it and hits all the booster buttons and off they go into the distance and we all cheer. Hooray yeah. for Supra. Hooray for Supra. Hooray for the underdog. Yeah. And Supra is that underdog that we all love. Yeah. <sighs> Just, that's a situation that's great. Yeah. yeah. I've, great. Done that. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I may. Please. A friend of the pod who doesn't know that yet, Sean, had a, um, who I'm, I'm still extremely grateful. He imported himself a Jaguar... XKR. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like a Supra. If you're picturing a Supra, picture one of these long bonneted, it's mm. British, Jaguar, yeah. V8. So a bit more rattly than a Supra. This one was good though. He, okay. you know, he looks, yep. looks after things, gets quality. And we're driving around. I'm just loving it. It's got like a cream. It's white on the outside, cream white leather interior. Oh, it's just fantastic. Pull up at the lights, but not just lights, but lights that go on to, you know, in Adelaide lights where we're in two lanes, but in about 400, you know, 400 meters. Merge. Merge. And um, we pull up and, uh, and next to us pulls up a, a 3.5 liter Magna. Okay. A Mitsubishi Magna. Yeah. yeah. And they, they are revving it up. They want to go. Oh, really? And, okay. and Sean, to his infinite credit, turns to me and goes, all right. <laughs> the Australian version of smoke him. Brilliant! Yeah, yeah. Turns to me and goes, "All right, just All once. right, mate." And um, yeah, floored it. Ah, uh, and into the distance. In 
I, I was a little nervous about flooring it in a friend's car, so I didn't floor it too much, but I made I made certain. Good, good yeah, good distance. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm I'm feeling oh, it now. Satisfying. Supras. Oh, Charlie wanted to, wanted us to mention one more thing. My son popped his head in just before recording, and said, "Make sure you say that the Mark V, um, the Supra, mm-hmm. they write Supra on it." The, the 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 S there is supposed to look like an S bend in the uh, Nurburgring Nordschleifer. There's an S particular S bend there. Yeah, the S is that's hence the name. Yeah, fashioned in the same S, the same S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Toyota is seem to be obsessed with that. The Nurburgring. Yeah. Really. They're kind of stitched on them. Yeah, they really do. Bits. Um, I think that's. I'm not doing any research, but I'm pretty sure that's what. There's a there's a G, the GR. Yaris. Yeah. I feel like that's got Nürburgring yeah, stuff on it. Yeah, the full title is GRMN, I think, or NM, like Nürnberg Meisters. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't really think of Toyota and Nürburgring, do you? That's more no, for you like... No, you don't, but they, yeah, they, they, they're they there and they, they want to prove that their cars are faster. That always seems to be a bit of a benchmark. It's kind of gone out of fashion now. Yeah. Like, oh, how fast does it go around the Nürburgring? But um, it's still yeah. there. It's still there. Yeah. It's a beautiful racetrack. The Nürburgring is a, is a long racetrack in Germany. It's about mm. 13, is it, or 20 k's long or something? It's oh, changed distance. I can't distance. remember the distance. It's long, though. It's long. It's a long yeah. racetrack. And the public can go there and you can pay a, pay a price. I think it was, it's not a lot either. I think it was 40 euros or something like that. Really? And you can drive it. Incredible. Yeah. But you're driving it with people who are there to drive. Yeah, yeah. You've got to go quick. Yeah, but it's a yeah, it's a tree and it's a beautiful. Did you drive forest. on it? Did you yeah, race I drove on, on it? it. Yeah, what did yeah. you What did you drive? I borrowed a car. <gasps> I drove a Porsche nine eleven around it, and yeah. And how was this not leading last episode? Uh, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. I should mention it. it's although I forgot about it last week. It is a it is a memory ingrained ingrained is a, it's a, it's a memory burn yeah the 911 around the Nürburgring it's an absolute treat a German car in Germany by being more German I was eating a sausage at the time I was having some sauerkraut spilling uh, it on your lederhosen <laughs> is yeah. this real? this is absolutely real I had an absolute blast and um, yeah thanks to Christian who lent me Christian his, Christian hi Buddy, Christian give me a call Christian lives in Cologne and um, it was his 911 um, so hi Christian and uh, yeah I'm speechless let's, you know what let's go over there now let's okay go, let's go see Christian we'll head to Cologne <laughs> and then off to yeah. Nuremberg and yeah bye man um, yeah on that bombshell yeah don't want to Jeremy Clarkson it up but uh, you know what it's actually it's time to go for another drive I think it is too but before drive. we leave the Supra I was always going to buy one. Oh yes mm. it was a toss up so when when I was going to buy the Skyline, this was kind of the, the watershed moment this of my... This is sliding scissor doors moment. Yeah, if only they had scissor doors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was... I had a budget. Yeah. The budget... I'll tell you the budget. It was $10,000. Okay. I was going to buy myself a, a fun car, quote unquote. Had sure. to go ahead from the whole family. $10,000, fun car. Fun car, head shaking, but support. Good. That's exactly the kind of balance you want. Keep you sane, but still saying yes. Yeah. And yeah, I was pricing kind of... Different kinds of skylines and a super. I really, I like, like, I really like the look of them. I think they're beautiful, just kind of gorgeously sort of shaped cars. But I, I couldn't quite stretch. The cheapest one I could sort of get to that wasn't a complete heap of shit was sort of fourteen thousand dollars. 
which is fingertips, just almost there. And also, they don't have back seats, and I was, and I got a little family here. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah. a right decision, right decision in the end. I think so. I, I I think back on it, and I am glad that I did make the right decision. I still think like man, like but and for context, the skylines are worth probably you know between three and four times what my budget was then, and Supras are. More than that. Unpurchasable. Yeah, They're between they 100 expensive. and 200. You know, you can pay whatever you want for a Supra. Yeah, you yeah. get a good one in good nick. Oh, mm. Yeah. That, but the thing is, you won't find an original one. That's true. A few actually. pop up in America occasionally. I sort of see them on those American bidding sites. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because uh, they are a boy racer car, so they were bought by boy racers. And raced. And raced. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's why they're not in great condition. Yeah, so there's, there's, no, uh, there's no old soldiers, as they say. There's no yeah. old Supras. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well. Sad. But they're making new ones, so go out, check out the Supra. They're a great car. Check out the new one. Have some fun. Yeah. yeah. Take it for a test drive. You don't have to buy one. Just drive one. Yeah. yeah. Go for a drive. Go for a drive. Let's go for another drive. I've had a great drive. Yeah, me too. See you next time. See you next time. Brain. For the next drive. <laughs>